Welcome to Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs, the podcast for busy and high-performing entrepreneurs and leaders who are looking to create more energy and optimize their health while upgrading their brain and personal performance with precision. I am your host, Julian Hayes II. I've been involved with health and performance for over a decade. This podcast was created for the high performer who is unapologetically ambitious, the one who moves at a fast pace and operates with an edge, the one who wants to become superhuman. Nothing here is fluff, gimmicky, or feel good. I have little to no interest in simply helping you improve your life. I want to help transform it. By listening to this podcast, expect to have a body that feels just as good as it looks. Expect to possess a swagger and style that gives off an infectious vibe. Expect to command a stage or any boardroom you walk into with your executive presence. And lastly, expect to become your most enhanced self so you can live a limitless life. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. I am your host, Julian Hayes II, back at it again, here to talk about our immune system and the concept of how to go about boosting it. Now, I'm no doctor. This is all just lifestyle advice, and that's just my little PSA to let that be known. This is also the first episode that I'm recording myself, actually talking and putting it up on YouTube. Generally, when I do solo episodes, I just have a still image of the podcast image. But this time, I just decided to start recording myself as I'm delivering this episode. So if you are more of a video person and you're already on YouTube, I would greatly appreciate that you go subscribe. As in the coming months, I am going to be putting a lot more onto YouTube as well, because just right now, all I do is just record the conversations with guests and put those. So you can check those out as well. So definitely head over there if you're more of a video person. And But back to today, um, I'm going to go into a little detail as to what your immune system is, the functioning of it, and also six categories that you can kind of keep in the back of your mind that will help you form a bulletproof immune system. And on a practical level, when we think about our immune system, it's of critical importance because it's essentially our defense system. And you want to ensure that this defense system here is as optimal and as strong as it can be because this helps you become a more resilient individual. Now, when we talk about this, sometimes this means preventing an illness and not even experiencing any effects compared to what someone else would. But other times, this resiliency means to have a quicker recovery period. You're able to bounce back much quicker than someone who has a much weaker immune system. So maybe a cold or a stomach bug that you get, maybe it only knocks you down for two days and you're back at it after, whereas the other person gets it and they're down for five days or so. So what I want to do is let's start off by going over what exactly 
your immune system is and how it functions. And so it's safe to say that during the last 12 plus months that this pandemic has been going around, the concept of an immune system has been ushered into the forefront of society. Everyone you know is going to mention an immune system. They're going to have something to say about it. And, you know, it's it's quite one-sided the way I see things. And a lot of things haven't really been explained that well. But, you know, but to see the the positive of the situation, and that's what I want to focus on. There's been a lot of people who I've seen get in the best shape of their lives over the last year plus. There's been a lot of people who I've seen take their health into their own hands. And that's a really beautiful sight to see. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, your immune system is in fact your defense system. It's the soldiers, it's the fences that guards the facility. It's the artillery machines that's protecting the castle. You know, our immune system is here to protect against these invaders that are all around us in our environment. These invaders can be bacteria, they can be viruses. And so as we look at this large scale, our bodies contain billions of cells and they have various structures and functions to carry out. Now, within our immune system specifically here, each and every cell has a specific purpose to carry out. You know, for example, here, let's, um, let's think about our blood cells. There's a variety of blood cells, right? So let's look at our white blood cells. And you can think of another word for white blood cells is leukocytes. And these types of cells are a large portion of your immune system. There's not a lot of them, but they are consist of a significant portion of your defense system. And these are produced in your bone marrow. And these white blood cells, their main mission is to deflect away these pathogens. You know, if I want to nerd out for a minute and, and maybe I will. Okay. So let's look here. Think of these as Captain America. He's holding a shield and he's blocking bullets that's coming at him. Except in this case, these bullets are actually pathogens. Some are masking as viruses, others are coming as bacteria, and some are dropping as parasites. Now, there's several types of these leukocytes, these white blood cells. You know, for example, you have the granulocytes. These are going to fight bacteria, parasites, and worms. But then we have this other group of soldiers here, your monocytes. These are like scavenger-like cells. They break down these nasty, harmful cells. Then we got lymphocytes. It's another class. These lymphocytes, they're recognizing these pathogens as viruses, and then they're going to produce the antibodies against them. So you can kind of look at this like the military, and you have the Air Force, you have the Marines, you have the, you have the, the SEALs, you have the Rangers, and even more divisions. And that's kind of how it is within our immune system. And another distinction that that I want to make here is that your immune system isn't just one specific organ in your body. It's, it's, or it's, and it's not just one piece of your body, but it's governing your entire body. You know, so there's various highway systems for this being um, carried out. Now, one of the more significant um, highway systems here for your immune cells 
is, um, and, and the various transmitters as well, I should say, is your bloodstream and these lymph vessels that we have. So this lymphatic fluid, it's going to transport oxygen and it contains various nutrients, I should say it transports various nutrients and oxygen as well. And it trans and transports this to tissues along with helping you to remove these damaged or dead cells, these pathogens and these different foreign substances. And as a side note on this um, specifically, one of the hallmarks of aging, and I did an episode a while back discussing the nine hallmarks of aging, but one of the hallmarks here revolves around our bodies becoming less and less efficient at removing a lot of these dead cells and tissues. So there's a multitude of factors when we're thinking about overall immunity, but I don't want to get too lost in the weeds and, you know, turn this into a boring, like high school or college class. So I want to focus on the big pieces, the big rocks of overall immunity. And so a good place to start is with our in it and our adaptive immune responses. So when we think about the in it defense system, if I wanted to sum this up, you know, in one sentence, or I always like, I call it the cocktail sentence. So if you're, someone told me this a while back, if I was, you know, explaining my business or explaining my book idea, they're like, if you're at a, if you're at a cocktail party and someone asks you, what's your books about? What's your business about? What's your one sentence? So when I think about my one sentence with the in it defense system, I think of it as this is your immune cells that are going to protect us from the day that we're born. Simple as that. So you, you probably don't realize it, and that's good. I'm quite thankful of it, but there are various pathogens entering our bodies, trying to enter our bodies on a daily basis in a huge amount. And we don't realize it. And that is good. <laughs> but almost all of them are eliminated and eradicated by this awesome immune system that we have. You know, this, this in it defense system that we have, it is set out to go against more general threats as opposed to more specific ones, which is the adaptive. And I'll get to that in a minute. So an example of your init defense system is our skin here. You know, this skin that we have here, each of us has this exterior. The cells there help prevent foreign invaders from entering our body. You know, the mucous membranes in our mouth, our throat, our nose, and our GI tract is also part of this um, highly evolved defense system. You know, our immune response, the innate immune response, it's going to be swift, quick. It's going to peak very quickly, and then it's going to fall back. Now, I'm not going to go into detail on each of these when it comes to innate immune system, but there are once again, different types of cells that are involved here. And I'll, some of those are the natural killer cells the monocytes I mentioned earlier, macrophages, neutrophils, and other complement, um, complementary proteins. But so that's a brief overview of our innate defense system. So now I want to move to the adaptive defense system. And so think of your adaptive system as, well, I should say, first of all, 
in case you read and see elsewhere, he kind of has two names. You can say adaptive immune system, or you can say acquired defense immune system, either or acquired adaptive. It's the same thing. So the one sentence to think about our adaptive system is that it's going to think for itself. Whereas our in it, we are, it's the cells and systems that we're born with from the day we're born. This adaptive is, it evolves over time. It's evolving on a daily basis as it's being exposed to different information, different pathogens, different experiences pretty much um, from our day-to-day life. So it's going to think for itself and keep continually evolving. And this is a great thing. It's actually necessary for our survival. Now, the cells in this system are specifically adapted to deal with specific threats. That is the big difference. The other part of the system, the in it is general. The adaptive is more specific targeted. It's more like a sniper, very precise. And so, you know, so these pathogens um, are specific. So you're learning and they're going to develop after it's, after we're exposed, this system is exposed with this particular pathogen. So our in it immune system, sometimes it doesn't recognize threats or, you know, and these threats could be viruses and bacteria. So let's say viruses here in this case. So sometimes it doesn't recognize it or oftentimes, and this happens a lot, the virus is actually going to replicate faster than our immune system could handle and clear. So then we got to get on the phone and we have to call our adaptive system because we need backup. And that's where it comes in. So, you know, during this time, our body will incur some damage from this outside threat. And I'll quickly highlight the process of how your body and system is going to handle that. And this will give you an understanding of pretty much any virus. So you're going to have, when this happens, you're going to have, first, you're going to have dendritic cells that are going to arrive and they're going to take care of these pathogens. The next step in this is you'll have particles from this pathogen that are transmitted to your T cells. Now, when I think of T cells, and this is kind of how I remembered it from a while ago, they're basically like a cellular Einstein. And I don't know, that might be a lame analogy, but basically I, I remembered Einstein because Einstein's a genius and these cells are pretty much the genius of our, or pretty much a big portion of that intelligence of our system here. So these cells, these T cells specifically, are going to be able to practically identify every type of pathogen. So these cells, they're going out for deployment. They're going to multiply so they can take the fight to whatever pathogen is a threat at the moment. After the next step in this cycle, these T cells now are going to flip the switch and they're activating their partners called B cells. And these types of cells are, they will have the exact strategy and defense substances to go up against this specific pathogen that is a threat to our system right now. You know, so, you know, another word that you can solve that you can call substances is actually antibodies, which is a more common term. So let's think of it as your antibodies. So now we have all these antibodies floating around and this is going to bond to the pathogen and it can mark it 
So now our scavenger cells are going to come in and just destroy it quickly, hopefully quickly, if our immune system is operating as it should. Now, I think it is a setting the trash out each week, you know, you know, say every every Wednesday we set the trash out because the trash company comes at 11 o'clock and they come and get the bin and they dump it. So we're setting this trash out and the trash truck, the trash man gets down. He sees the bin there. He recognizes it. He knows exactly what to pick up and dump into the bin and he moves on. So it's sort of like that. But the last point here, and this is very important, this is this and this will make a lot of sense to you. And it's, it's part of the magic and just the um, how amazing the human body and its system is. You know, these B cells that we have, they don't forget. And what I mean by that is they're going to remember the pathogen. So if it decides to return later, if the same virus decides to return later, the same type of bug decides to return later, later down the road, your body is going to be more equipped for it. And it's going to produce the necessary antibodies much more quickly, which is then beneficial because it's going to lessen the effects of a potential infection, lessen the potential time that you're going to be down. And sometimes you won't even experience any negative effects. That is building resiliency right there. And, you know, I guess there's something else I should mention because I think we hear this a lot on the news now. You hear this word, you hear this word, um, cytokine storm. And so when you hear cytokine storm, it's you know TV mentions it and everything, especially with kind of what's going on with the virus in the world now. So a cytokine storm, you can think of this as a uncontrolled adaptive immune response. And so the cytokines in our bodies. These are very, 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 very small proteins. And their purpose is going to be to act as a um, signaling molecule between cells within our body. And a simple way to think about this is they are communicators. And this storm that you hear about, it becomes dangerous. These cytokine storms become dangerous when our tissues and cells that have no relation to the virus, they begin to get attacked. Areas that don't need any attention begin to get attacked. And that's when this toxic cytokine, cytokine storm begins. Sorry about the mispronunciation. So um, I wanted to go in a little detail with that just to give you a little more higher level um, knowledge of your immune system, what's actually going on, and to also give you an understanding of how viruses work because viruses, you know, we hear about viruses every day now. And that's so that in a, in a nutshell, that's how um, it operates. And I also, also wanted to tell you that because as I now transition to the last part of this episode where I'm going to talk about the bulletproof immune system and talk about six factors to keep in mind it's going to make sense when I, when I relate each of these points to different aspects of how our immune system is going to operate. So with that said, let's highlight each of these six critical pieces for this puzzle that I call a bulletproof immune system. So number one, we have to start off with your diet. 
So poor nutrition, um, nutrient deficiencies, they can really put a hamper and impair our immune system. Um, you know, for example, I'll, 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 I'll give two examples here. The first one that I think about is, you know, we have these various amino acids and when you're deficient in different types of amino acids and we have, this can create a compromised immune system. And the reason why is because certain amino acids are going to play a key role when it comes to activating um, numerous of these immune cells. And these immune cells are needed to produce the specific antibodies. So it's like a chain order. It's like a chain reaction. So before you get to the second mechanism, the first one has to get activated. And then the second one, and then the third, and then the fourth, and then the fifth. So this is kind of how the body is going as well. And another example, which is more common, and I talked, we had the episode just recently where I talked to Dr. Myers on this, is vitamin D. And I'm going to do a separate episode on vitamin D and and its benefits, its many functions, to the genetics of it as well. So that's going to be a separate episode. But I will mention that being deficient in vitamin D and how it relates to your immune system here, it can lead to your T cells becoming dormant and not being as helpful when it comes time to fighting off a serious infection. So you're deficient in vitamin D and you have an invader that came in and you're like, where are my T cells at? So you're looking for this help that you thought you had, but the cavalry is not there. So you're going to be taken over by this potential virus or bacteria or whatever. And so optimizing your diet and supplementing to fill in the gaps to help further enhance your health and fortify your system is absolutely critical. So number one is to um, optimize your diet and be very cognizant of that and then fill in the gaps with whatever you need to remaining afterward. So the second thing here is to optimize your immune cells. And this may sound very broad, but what I want to focus on is the white cells. And I mentioned those earlier a little bit. So our blood is made up of one, white blood cells, red blood cells, plasma, and platelets. But the interesting thing about this, and I think I alluded to this a little earlier, is that these white blood cells, while they're not, they don't make up the majority in our cells, they only count for 1% of your blood, but they probably have the hugest impact when it comes to our immunity. You know, so typically, let's hypothetically speak here. If someone had their blood drawn and their white blood cells were low, Typically in this case, we're not going to even get into world of diseases or anything like that. That's a whole different story. Um, in this case here, typically it's likely fatigue. It's likely out of control stress. It's likely nutrition that can be further optimized in a nutshell. It's probably something lifestyle related, most likely 
So if it's something lifestyle related, then improving it and bolstering it can also be accomplished through simple lifestyle behaviors. And so some of those are maintaining a healthy weight, you know, excess body fat, extra body fat that we have on us that is not needed. It's toxic. There's it's toxic. Now, another thing is to stay hydrated. Staying hydrated helps flush out various toxins out of our body. Managing our stress is a big one. Sleeping optimally is another big one. You know, there are many vitamins and minerals that I can mention. You know, a popular one is probably vitamin C, but then we can think about vitamin A. There's so many. Um, but uh, I think a, a very important one is zinc. And I think it should, it's talked about a lot, but I really think it should be talked about even more. Um, a lot of people are deficient in zinc, especially athletes, um, because you're sweating a lot. You know, so if you're outside, you're sweating a crazy amount. Odds are you might want to really look into zinc, but the times we're in right now with different bugs and viruses going around, zinc is a critical supplement that most likely a lot of us should consider using because it's, you can get optimal amounts of zinc through your diet, but it's pretty unlikely that you will. If I'm going to take zinc, one thing I would recommend is to take is to take one that has a copper supplement with it as well. So I take a zinc and copper supplement. It's one capsule. It comes together. And the reason why is it, this helps me enable to keep an optimal ratio. And this is important for me, and it would be important for a lot of people as well, because my genetics uh, indicated that I have a high propensity for higher levels of zinc and a toxicity. It's hard to you know, don't let that word kind of spook you or anything, but some of us can carry higher levels than others. And, and, and so um, it's good to always think of when you start getting into supplementation, it's good to think about what goes along with that. Because often there's a yin and there's a yang when it comes to these different vitamins and minerals. So the third point is going to be sleep. Now I talk about sleep a lot, so I don't have to say, Hey, you know, sleep is very healthy you know, sleep is needed. Sleep is helpful to lose weight. We, you know, all this a lot, you know, this a lot. Um, there's been plenty of episodes. Now I've had plenty of guests talk about sleep. So we know that, but specifically here in this case, since this episode is related to our immune system. So how is sleep connected to our immune system? And one way is your T cells. These T cells are coming up again. So these T cells are available when it's time to fight pathogens. But once again, if you're sleep deprived, these T cells are not going to have your back when it's most important to get some help. And how they're not going to have your back is, you know, as I mentioned earlier, these T cells are going to bond to these pathogens. But well, in this case, if you're sleep deprived, not getting optimal sleep on a consistent basis, these T cells then are not going to bond to these various pathogens. So the fourth point is exercise training. Um, I like to call it training, but you know, I don't want to get lost in the semantics here. Now, when we exercise, when we train, a lot of us can feel this when you run a lot of us and 
you know, you're deadlifting, you know, you're releasing this ball of adrenaline and this is good to release this adrenaline. It not only, not only does it just practically feel good and bolsters your mood in that moment, but it's also creating good within your body. And it's creating good within your body because it's helping these immune cells multiply at a quicker rate. And when they're multiplying at this accelerated rate, this also means that they're much more active. And so this includes all of the various cells that I've been discussing during this episode. These are all going to be increased inside your bloodstream. And now the opposite, when you're not training, consistently, frequently enough, there's less activity, which means there's a decrease in activity of these various cells, which means there's going to be a decrease in our bloodstream. So it goes both ways as expected. So our fifth point here is going to be uncontrolled stress. Now, this has to be said, and I did it. Stress is not inherently a bad Thing. Stress is stress. A large portion of stress is our perception of it, is our belief, the stories that we're telling ourselves that we're stressed about, or what is stressful? What are we calling or saying is stressful? So that's a big part of it. So uncontrolled stress is when we obviously cannot control it. That's when it becomes a potential issue, a potential situation, because uncontrolled stress can affect both the in it and the adaptive immune systems. Now, uncontrolled stress, much like decreased activity, inconsistent activity can decrease the number of immune cells in our blood, which if you're decreasing the activity and the number of immune cells in our blood, then you're going to weaken your overall defense system, leaving you more prone to an attack. It's like you're, I don't know, it's like you, it's like you're a military commander and, or let's go back to the castle. It's like you got a castle and half your soldiers are gone. They didn't return back or they're just playing around somewhere off in the forest. And so you don't have as many people to defend you if the rival clan potentially wanted to attack you in that moment. It's the same thing here. So we need people on TV to talk about this. We need our quote unquote leaders, people that get on TV that talk about health. We need them to talk about this. Stress is, you know, stress is huge. And stress is not just stress of worrying about your business, stress is just not involved in our personal relationships. You know, there can be a general feeling of anxiety, fear. Those types of things weaken our immune system. You know, not just with this virus going on in the world. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about any other type of virus that that can come around. Any other, you know, a common cold is a virus that can affect us, that can make us not as productive for a little bit. And time is money. So this is killing our productivity. And we got people depending on us. We got businesses to run. We got careers to grow into. 
we don't really have time to be letting things like this stop us. So anxiety and fear, stress overall is absolutely critical because the human body is most definitely a system. Everything is connected. So these natural killer cells, they're less active. These T cells, these lymphocytes, they're multiplying at a much slower rate, leaving you prone for an attack from the incoming clan, the incoming virus, the incoming pathogen, the incoming bacteria. We can't forget about stress and the second, third, and fourth order effects that it causes. So the last point here is mindset. This is kind of connected to stress to a certain extent. But your perception, your belief can most definitely influence your immune system. I recorded an episode a while ago on gratitude. I think the episode is Gratitude 2.0. I think that's the title, or at least it has those words in it. Gratitude 2.0. And I talked about the effects that it has on your overall immune system and health. So definitely go check that episode out. Gratitude is something that sometimes as entrepreneurs, sometimes as high achievers, it's hard to exhibit because we're always thinking what's next. We're always, we got these big, super ambitious goals. And sometimes we can feel so far away from those goals. And so it's hard to just celebrate these little small victories It's hard to sometimes just find joy and appreciation for what we got because we're so enthralled with the big goal, with this next endeavor that we're after. But gratitude can very much be a powerful, potent weapon. So happiness, fulfillment, gratitude, they produce more dopamine. Dopamine is a feel-good hormone. Your brain is starting to release this feel-good hormone more. And what happens? You start to have more scavenger cells. They start being released into your body. So this helps further alleviate any of these pathogens that shouldn't be there, that are floating around. These cells wipe it out, clean it out, a cleaner system. just for having a more happier or more fulfilled, appreciative mood, a more empowering, optimistic outlook on life can most definitely benefit your immune system. But we won't hear that on TV. We won't hear that from any mainstream outlet. But these small changes can most definitely make a huge impact. So we cannot forget that. Improved mood, improved perception leads to more antibodies floating around in your bloodstream. So as we land this ship here, you know, I um, I hope it didn't get too tech too um too technical. You know, sometimes when I'm thinking about creating an episode, I'm like, I don't want it to get too technical, but I do want it to be able to explain the concept of whatever I'm talking about. So hopefully that balance was okay. Definitely let me know if you want. Send me an email. Hit me up on social if this episode was too technical or you thought it was the, the proper amount. You know, I'll, I'll love to hear it. 
um, I do this big part for you all. So um, I love to hear any feedback, but I do hope that you have a better understanding of your immune system. And more importantly, I hope you realize that you absolutely, 100%, unequivocally, you in fact have a lot of control when it comes to your immune system and how strong and robust it can be. You are not powerless. You are not hopeless. You have more power. You are stronger than you can even imagine. Simple daily lifestyle habits can make a huge difference. And once you have these habits, this foundation solidified, let me tell you, that's where the fun really starts to happen. You know, that's where, you know, becoming superhuman truly starts to come to fruition. This is where you start to get into that stage of enhanced health because oftentimes we start with unbalanced health. Then we get balanced out. Then we want to optimize our health. Oftentimes people stop at being optimized, but the future of health, where we're going, there's a stage of enhancement, enhancing your health. That's superhuman. You can equip yourself with an immune system as if you're still 20 years old. And the reason why I say 20 years old is not because I'm trying to relive the glory days of being 20, which, you know, being 20 wasn't all of that. I, I think it's kind of, it was kind of overrated, at least for me. But I say that around 20, it's because that's when quote unquote, that's when your immune system's at its peak and everything starts to decline after that. You don't have to accept that. Not at all. I know I'm not going to accept it. And I hope you don't as well. So with that said, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Now stay awesome, be limitless, and as always, go be superhuman. If you are a high-performance entrepreneur, leader, or executive looking to supercharge your energy and become the most enhanced version of yourself without the guesswork, and you're tired of cookie cutter templates, randomly guessing and hoping the next thing will work, and you actually want a precise and bespoke health optimization and performance roadmap that is in-depth, data-driven, and custom-tailored specifically for you, then my superhuman coaching programs are probably a good fit for you. No stones will be left untouched. Now, it's not a good fit for you if you're someone who does not want to invest the time, the commitment, nor the energy into getting the results. But if you are someone who is ready to start their end of one journey, upgrade their body and brain with precision, and truly live a limitless life, I invite you to apply by heading over to theartofitisinlife.com forward slash us, and you'll get the opportunity to talk with me for 60 minutes, and we'll take a deep dive into where you currently are and where you're trying to go, and then we'll decide if this is a good fit for you and me. And if it is, I'll extend an invitation for us to work together. Once again, to apply, head over to theartoffitnessinlife.com forward slash us. I look forward to hearing from you.